0: Now for our story. Aunt Mary Lane had gone to see Carla Descari this afternoon. The young woman was recuperating from a brain concussion in the little Wakefield hospital where she'd been moved after Bill Meade found her lying unconscious and alone at the D'Escary farmhouse. For several days, Carla's condition had been too serious to warrant her being questioned. And when she did recover sufficiently, the young woman refused to tell what had caused her injury. Mario, her husband, had disappeared. His disappearance, combined with Carla's refusal to explain, had resulted in Bill Mead's being suspected. And today, in a conversation with David Bowman, Aunt Mary had learned how seriously the weight of public opinion was to affect Bill, as well as his pretty young fiancée, Aunt Mary's niece. And so, Mary Lane had asked permission to visit Carla. Now she is sitting by the girl's bedside, as Mario's wife says tearfully.
1: But surely somebody's heard something, even though he's angry with meade.
2: Carla... Nobody has heard from Mario since the day you were hurt. The sheriff's told you everything any of us knows, which is nothing at all.
1: Then where can he be at, Mary? Where?
2: I can't answer that, Carla. But I came here to ask you a question. Carla, I want you to tell me what happened. I know you remember.
1: I, I can't. I don't remember. I see. Carla,
2: I was once as deeply, youthfully in love with my husband, Randolph, as you are with Mario. I had the same impulse to shield him, to protect him from harm. That part of loving, of giving. And a woman who loves feels a need to keep her beloved safe and secure. Even when she knows he's been wrong, she'd like to pretend to herself to justify what he's done. When you've lived with a man so closely that you know all his little whims, his moments of tenderness, his weakness and his strength, he becomes part of you. The bond grows closer, deeper as the years go by.
1: Yes, I know.
2: Years ago, Randolph was killed. But my love for him hasn't lessened in all the years that have gone since.
1: Well, it must have been dreadful for you when your husband died. If anything happened to Mario... I don't think I could stand it.
2: I know. That's what I thought, too. But somehow the Lord seems to give us the strength when we most need it. That's one of the blessed mysteries. And yet, I won't say it's a mystery. There's a reason for the wonderful courage people find which sustains them in times of stress. A reason? Yes, God. It's a very
1: simple
2: one as I see it. It's the capacity to care more about another person than we do for ourselves. It might be called selflessness or compassion.
1: I care more for Mario than for myself. I do, Aunt Mary.
2: I know you do, child. And I know you want him to be happy. But Carla, I'm... I'm quite concerned.
1: You are? Why?
2: Because I'm afraid you won't succeed in making either yourself or Mario happy if you continue as you're doing now.
1: What else can I do?
2: You know the answer to that question. You've got to think of other people. How can you or Mario find happiness unless you stop this awful thing that's happening to Bill Mead because of your son?
1: Well, I don't want anything to... Carla,
2: many people in Wakefield believe it was Bill who harmed you. And some believe that he knows more about Mario's disappearance and he's telling. Think what this is doing to Peggy. Peggy, who's been so happy planning her marriage, looking forward to her future as Bill's wife.
1: But people will forget about it, Aunt Mary. After I'm well and back at home, it'll all blow over. They'll realize they were wrong.
2: And No, Carla. And even if it did happen that way, it would be too late.
1: Too late? Yes.
2: Yeah. I saw David Bowman a little while ago. He told me something which disturbed me very much.
1: But I thought Mr. Bowman was fond of Bill.
2: He is. David's very fond of Bill. He believes in him. No, what's endangering Bill right now isn't David's doing. He tried his best to avoid it. But his hands are tight. He had to give in to the pressure of public opinion. And Bill is to be the victim of it.
1: But I don't see how they can hurt Bill, Aunt Mary, so long as there's no proof.
2: They don't need proof, Carla, to insist on Bill's resigning from his job at the bank. Oh, no. That was the decision of the board of directors this afternoon.
1: Oh, Aunt Mary, that isn't fair.
2: No. No, indeed it isn't.
1: But isn't there some way to stop them? Maybe if you talk to them, they'd listen to you.
2: There's only one person they'd listen to now, my dear, and that's you. You can make them understand what a wrong has been done to Bill. You know what people in Wakefield have been saying? That Bill was responsible for breaking up your home. That Mario and Bill quarrel... Please. And...
1: I... I hate to think of it.
2: If Bill loses his job, Carla, Peggy and Bill won't be able to get married. Because if the bank won't have him, the people will take it as final proof. And no other concern would be courageous enough to hire a man the bank refused to keep on. Besides, it isn't right for Bill to be maligned, persecuted.
1: Oh, I don't want Peggy and Bill to be unhappy. I love Peggy. And Bill's been wonderful to us.
2: It seems a poor way to reward him.
1: But I... I can't remember Aunt Mary. No? I'd give anything to put things right, Aunt Mary. Please believe that.
2: I want to believe it, but I can't. When Peggy came to see you, I was so sure you'd... Then, when she told me you refused her... It's
1: Mario. If I told what happened, he'd never be able to come back. He'd be afraid to, Aunt Mary.
2: And Carla, you do remember what happened. You kept it back to protect Mario.
1: Aunt Mary, you told me how much you loved your husband. If you'd had to choose as I have to, are you certain you'd have sacrificed him?
2: If the price of not making the sacrifice meant causing someone else to suffer? Some innocent person? Yes. Well, Carla, much as I loved Randolph, if he'd made a tragic mistake, I don't believe I'd have let the innocent person suffer for my husband's wrongdoing. Carla, dear, sometimes the conflict between what we want to do and What we must do is a heart-rending one to resolve. I'm sure if I had been in a situation such as yours, there'd have been a terrible struggle within me.
1: But in the end, you'd have thought of the other people? And what was best for them?
2: I would have tried to, my dear. Regardless of what it might have cost me. Aunt Mary. Yes, dear? If...
1: if I did tell, would you promise to keep it just to yourself?
2: No, Carla, I couldn't make you such a promise.
1: Then I can't tell you. I'm afraid to, because... Well, without Mario, everything seems... I... I just can't, Aunt Mary.
2: You used to have happiness together, you and Mario. But do you think you can find that happiness again? If it's founded upon the unhappiness of others?
1: We used to be so happy.
2: That's right, Carla. And that happiness was brought about by love and trust. But I wonder if you and Mario could ever have those two precious bonds again. The way things are now.
1: You mean, even if Mario comes home? Yes,
2: when Mario comes home.
1: But why wouldn't we, Aunt Mary? If Mario realized he was mistaken. If he knew it wasn't true about Bill and all that.
2: Because, my dear, unless you're willing to tell the truth willing to admit that Mariel quarreled with you, hurt you, even if you and Mario might straighten things out between you, there would still be a, a terrible injustice. Bill would still be blamed unless you put things right. And that means that Peggy would suffer too. Carla, dear, do you honestly believe you could be happy if someone else had to pay for that happiness? Don't you see, my dear? You've got to tell the truth about what happened.
0: The little hospital room was silent as Carla Descari struggled within herself. Mary Lane's heart went out to her. But she knew there was no hope of sparing Mario's wife. The pain of confessing that it was her own husband who had injured her would be easier to bear, Aunt Mary knew, than the suffering she'd experience if she allowed an innocent man to be blamed for what Mario had done.